Hello there, avid readers. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. So today we're going to be talking about Nemesis and the Swan by Lindsay K. Brandy, published by Blackstone Publishing. Um, you know, I have to say I was pleasantly surprised by this novel. When I first started it, I wasn't really that engaged. You know, I read the first chapter, and I wasn't really sure how the story was going to play out. Um, I was drawn to it initially because, you know, I am fascinated with the uh, French Revolution. So I thought it was really interesting how the reader really got to see the French Revolution kind of play out. And I thought that was really well done. You know, I really do think this story was well executed and I really ended up liking it. When I first started reading it, I thought, oh, I'm just going to give this book three stars because, you know, it's, it's, you know, okay. You know, it's not bad, but it doesn't really draw me. But when I finished it, I decided, you know, I'm going to give this novel four stars. The whole reason being is, you know, this is one of those no novels that it's more character-driven than anything. It's really a self-discovery story. There's not a lot of action, adventure. It is historical fiction. And it is a character-driven novel, you know, it's all about Helen and her journey, and I think that that's what really sells the novel, because you're, the novel opens up, she's walking home, she gets arrested, um, you're kind of wondering why, why was she arrested, is she a spy, so the novel goes back and forth, you know, every, every chapter opens up with her in prison, you know, she's trying, and then you're, you go back in time. It's a very linear journey for her. I think it's very cohesive. Um, I was looking at some online, some reviews online, and, you know, unfortunately, it's not a lot of people understood these time differences, which I... On one hand, you know, I guess I can understand that, but on the other hand, I thought it moved really well, you know. <laughs> As you can see, I am joined by my son today. He's in his crib playing with all his stuffed animals. Hi, Dante. You want to say hi? Nope. He is looking at me like I'm crazy, but that's okay. Anyway. <laughs> um... You know, I thought the journey was very linear. It opens up, she's arrested, and then every chapter opens up with her in prison. You know, it's usually just like a paragraph, a couple paragraphs, and then it goes into the past, you know. And there's a date. So, you're following her on her journey up until the point where she gets arrested and then from there it's you know it's a straight linear path there's no back and forth anymore but as far as the past story went you know as you're introduced into the past it moved in a linear fashion and it was really fluid it did provide the reader a cohesive and thoughtful look at Helen as a character you know she's part of the aristocrats the, she's part of the hierarchy. Um, she is the daughter of a marquis, so she's one of those people who you can kind of understand why she is in prison. You know, this is the French Revolution, and 
a lot of people, most of the people who lost their heads were royalists, you know, or part of the royalists or royalist spies. So you're kind of wondering, is she that person? But it's actually quite the opposite. And it's, she understands this need for change. She wants to be a part of this change. But her life is also in danger because how often are you going to trust the 1%? Um, when they say they want to help you, you know, especially in such a turbulent time as the French Revolution, you could really only touch other, trust other people that were like you, who understood. But Helen is apart from that, you know, she sees what needs to change, she honors that, she respects it, and she goes with it, you know, her and her family, they're on the run, they escape, but she's engaged to a jeweler, you know, someone her family would never approve of in a million years, and so she just needs to find him. She needs to make sure he's okay, you know. Her safety aside, she runs away from home, a home filled with so many secrets um, that kind of leave her also questioning her identity and her upbringing, and then she... she does she leaves you know she leaves everything she's ever known behind to go alone on this journey to look for an aunt she never knew she had to look for a fiance who she doesn't know is alive or dead and you know she's met with a lot of conflict she's like she's met with a lot of tension and i think it's really compelling to see her journey unfold and to see who she is um, because she's trying to reconcile what she wants with how she was raised you know there is this sort of wall this barrier between her and this this new France so I think it's ultimately you know I do think it was a really good story I thought it was a really engaging story and it just it it lures the reader in. Like I said, you know, I didn't... When I first started, I didn't know how I was going to feel about this novel. You know, I heard always said in my ha- in my mind, like, oh, this is just going to be an okay novel um, with how it opened. But as the story evolved, you know, you kind of become invested in Helen's journey and her progression and her little quest for the truth as she tries to figure out who is her mother, you know, is it the woman who's always raised her or is this other person? Who is she as a person? She wants to know her past so that she can sort of define her future. And I think that's really relatable to readers. Because we're all just trying to figure out who we are as people. And sometimes it doesn't always go hand in hand with how we were raised. Um, or our beliefs. And I think on that note, you know, the reader is going to be able to connect to Helen as a person. And I I love the development of the French Revolution all around her. Like, you're seeing it. You're seeing this spark of revolution. You're seeing how it also sort of inspires Helen. But you're also seeing, you know, is all this violence necessary? You know, there's this question of um, 
you know, you want change. How do you go about making change? And I think that's also really important for today's era. You know, we're all trying to inspire change, um, equality, respect, and this novel kind of evaluates how they addressed change in the past, you know. Really, in the past, it's hard to see how they could have done the French Revolution without all the violence, you know, because the rich had the power. They had the means. So it took a while for, I think, everyone to realize we outnumber them. Um, Even today, you know, I think that's something we all have to acknowledge. The 99% outnumber the 1%. If we wanted to storm the Bastille again, we could probably do it hands down quite easily um, with very few lives lost. And I think that's something to think about. (laughs) So, you know, it's a really thoughtful novel. It, It does make the reader think. It does make the reader think about revolution, about change, about the right ways to inspire change and the wrong ways to inspire change and I think Brandy did a wonderful job with highlighting everything about the French Revolution you know not just oh yeah the revolution but you know like a lot of innocent people lost their heads because they were they were rich and you know they didn't do anything Um, Some of them were probably like Helen, who wanted change as well, who saw that there were a lot of people that were mistreated. Um, But again, you know, like, their silence made them as guilty as the people who were cruel and ruthless and didn't really care about the people. For the record, Marie Antoinette did not really say, let them eat cake. That's just propaganda. Um, But in any case... You know, I mean, it really shows the revolution in a lot of dimension and in a lot of light. And I think that's really engaging in the story because you're seeing it through Helen's eyes. You're seeing it through this innocent person who's part of the 1% who is very forward thinking. She's very intuitive. She's very much for the people. But she's seeing this revolution through a really open-eyed, open-minded viewpoint. I think it's really engaging for the reader to see that. Um, So, you know, once again, um, Nemesis and the Swan by Lindsay K. Brandy. I definitely give it four stars. Um, It's a young adult historical novel, and if you're interested in stories that are focused more on character, um you know, they're more character-driven than anything else, you know, this is definitely going to be one for you. And if you're interested in historical fiction or the French Revolution, definitely pick up this novel. I think it's really engaging. Um, And it's a quick read, too. So, once again, Nemesis and the Swan by Lindsay K. Brandy. Um, If you want to purchase the book, please purchase on bookshop.org. A percentage of the proceeds do go to lo- supporting local booksell- booksellers. And if money is too tight, please check out the book from your local library. You know, libraries are a great resource, and I think we should all support them. I uh, hope you liked this video. If you do, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And, you know, have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.